Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Seeking Serenity. My name is Emily Balzana and I'm going to be hosting this podcast. This podcast is going to be all about my personal journey from being someone that relied on outside validation from other people who was constantly second-guessing myself and honestly just feeling shitty into someone who has transformed to feeling confident in myself, my relationships, and ultimately knowing that at the end of the day, I'm choosing myself and that is what matters the most. So this podcast is for people who, just like me, are struggling, who want to feel better, who know that right now they're not living up to their highest potential. People who want to take control of their lives, start choosing themselves, and really transform their mind, body, spirit. Through this podcast, I really just want to share my experience, share what I've learned, and really if I can get to one person that needs to hear something that I'm saying, I'm going to feel good about it. So in this podcast, like I mentioned, I'm going to be talking about my journey, Um, and that really includes my journey to self-love, my overall self-improvement and just, you know, wanting to learn more, wanting to do better, wanting to improve any way that I can. Um, I'm definitely going to be talking about the things that I love and the things that I'm doing and my life. So that includes, I'm really into fitness, um, books that I'm reading, music that I'm loving, in the future, concerts that I'm going to, festivals that I will be going to in the near future, hopefully, and really just my overall journey to become the most incredible version of myself and how I've done that, the steps I've taken and what I have overcome. So what I want to talk about first is what my goals are with this podcast. I want whoever's listening to feel better. And simply put, that's the easiest way to discuss my goals is I want you to listen to something that I have to say and leave feeling a little bit better. Even if I don't solve your problems, even if I don't make you immediately feel better, I want one little piece of your day to be semi-better than it was before and I will feel fulfilled. I want to connect with other people who have dealt with the same stuff that I've been through and who've also working to overcome it and to get to the other side of that. But really, I'm making this podcast for the younger version of myself who felt like it would be impossible to overcome what I was struggling with. I want to be the unbiased friend that's here to support you, to lift you up, and tell you that you can do it when you don't think it's possible, and show you exactly why it's possible that you can do it. I want to do this because it feels good. It feels aligned for me to help others and impact their lives. From my current career path job that I will talk about later in this episode, I feel the most fulfilled when people that I'm working with tell me that I'm helping them. So I'm just wanting to take that to the next level. I want to follow my passions and explore making a life from what I truly enjoy spending my time doing. And that a lot of times is working on myself, learning about how to work on myself, and honestly just learning. I've made a huge transformation both mentally and physically in the past couple of years, and I want to show other people that they can do it too.
So I won't lie and say that the journey to me wanting to start this podcast has been linear, that I haven't felt some resistance and fear to the whole idea of sharing very personal stuff. Um, from a young age, I've always wanted to start a YouTube channel and I never did it because I was always scared. I always admired the content creator lifestyle and I always felt drawn to you know the YouTubers that I looked up to and I never felt a connection to to big name celebrities and A-list people but I always knew so deeply and cared so deeply about the people that I followed and I just want to be one of those people I want to be someone that I want to be someone that other people can look at as a friend and that's kind of how I've viewed people in the online community is I've always just felt like when I felt the most alone that the people that I watched on YouTube or listened to, they were, they were there for me and they were my friends, as sad as that sounds. And I want to be that for someone else. For the longest time, I really was afraid that what I had to say wasn't valuable. And I was afraid that no one would want to listen to what I had to say because I don't have a following of a, hundreds of thousands of people from a YouTube channel. And I always thought podcasts were the way YouTubers took their content to the next level. That was my, that was my understanding of what a podcast was. And that's just not the case. So fucking what if I feel like what I have to say isn't valuable because it is. And, you know, I just have to remind myself of that. And this is me taking the next step on my self-growth journey and facing that fear. So in me sharing my journey, I'm also, you know, progressing further in my journey because the, the journey to self-fulfillment and self-growth is never one that's ending. You're constantly living every single day to work for yourself. And this is the next step for me. So... The next thing I want to talk about is why seeking serenity. So the definition of the word serenity is the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. And for someone that has had a definite background with anxiety, that was something that always seemed so out of reach. Growing up with anxiety running in my family, I never thought that I would be able to say that I've overcome anxiety. And I want to preface that by saying I in no way feel that I am cured of feeling this way and I or that I don't feel this way still. I'm not perfect. I have bad days. But I'm speaking on an overall general level of how I would say I feel generally. So I have been on and off anxiety medications. I've, you know, been to therapists. And I never felt like those did anything for me. I just grew up wanting to feel some fucking peace. And so in 2017, I got a tattoo to inspire me to remind myself that serenity is possible. So I have a tattoo on my right forearm that is some crystals growing out of a succulent and it has a banner that says serenity on it. And this was my reminder of myself to myself that serenity was something that I was trying to achieve. And since I've gotten this tattoo, I have made incredible strides towards finding my serenity, seeking serenity. And so that is where the name comes from. That is where the name comes from, from my journey to being a very anxious 
messy person to just trying to find that peace. So that is what I will be sharing with you in this podcast. And that is why I chose Seeking Serenity as the name for this podcast. So now I want to dive a little bit into some of the things that I have overcome and how my journey has progressed me away from some of these things. And I want to preface with one thing. And for the longest time, I did not think that anything that I could have gone through in my life was considered tragic or traumatic or anything that would be considered needing healing for. And if there's one thing that I have discovered is that you don't have to have gone through one or multiple traumatic, horrible, terrible, abusive things in order to need healing. And now this is not in any way to negate anything from anyone that has gone through something like that. But just because what you've struggled with on the surface isn't as terrible or awful as what you deem someone else may have gone through, you can still need to heal from it. And until you finally get to the point where you know you accept that you do have healing to do and that you have work to move past the things that you've struggled with, you're never going to move on from that. And so once I opened up the gate of knowing that I needed to heal myself is really when I started to move past the old mindsets, the old thought patterns, and really just the old me. <laughs> so now just going into some of the things that I have struggled with. Um, firstly, all of my life, I have always felt out of place from the other girls growing up. I was always the overweight, tall girl. I spent the first two decades of my life thinking that if I were smaller, I would be happier. I was the girl that walked a 14-minute mile that could not do any of the physical fitness tests that we had to perform in front of all of our peers. That was incredibly humiliating. Um, I was always the person that when we lined up for group pictures, I had to line up with the boys in the very back. I was never with any of my friends because I was always a foot taller than everyone else. And that's not something that I struggle with as much anymore, but it is definitely something that was not an easy journey to develop self-love. It took a long time and a lot of hard work. Um, my journey to finally finding a passion for working out and living healthy is something that, like I said, took me a very, very long time to reach. And it's something that I work with every day, but I want to share to other people who are struggling the same thing that there is a way to get to the other side and to feel better. And then came high school. In high school, I struggled with really finding my purpose, figuring out where I felt like I was meant to be. I grew up in a super small town and I didn't really feel like I fit in the mold of a lot of people in that town. And I didn't really feel like I had any shared mindsets with most people growing up. So I'll definitely be touching on, you know, the high school experience and how that can really play into hating yourself and really having to reshape the things that you find to be facts and the things that you think are 
you know, set for life in high school. And then I went to college. And when I went to college, I really struggled with being homesick, missing my parents, and struggling to break away from high school friends and, you know, what I thought life was like from high school, living in a town with two stoplights, to moving and coming to a city where at every street corner there is a stoplight. And it was a big adjustment. The first year of college was not easy for me. I still wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy with how I looked or how I felt. Um, For a really long time in college, I wasn't happy with the people that I was surrounding myself with, the roommates that I had, the classes that I was taking. Um, I've changed my major. Well, I graduated college, but back in college, I changed my major three times. I came to college as a neuroscience major thinking that that was going to be the thing that I found the most interesting, that was going to make me the most money, but I hated it. I hated my major. I hated studying for it. I didn't understand it. It made me feel so stupid. And then I changed my major to psychology and I eventually switched out of that because I was so stuck on the how am I going to make money with an associate or a bachelor's degree in psychology which ultimately led me to my final and graduating degree of criminal justice, which I can say that I definitely enjoy. I feel like I chose my major based off of what I found to be the most interesting to learn about and what I enjoyed reading about the most rather than what exactly I wanted to do. So I struggled with that. I still, you know, like I said, mentioned, I wasn't happy with how I looked, how I felt. I wasn't happy. So towards the end of my freshman year of college, I joined a sorority and this made a huge change in my life. You know, I felt so, so, so high joining the sorority and feeling like I finally fit in. But on the same, on the other hand, Greek life is not perfect and it definitely came with its struggles and its challenges. Um, Once I feel like I really found my friends, I was so much happier, but I had found my friends, but I hadn't found myself. I was still struggling with my weight. I was struggling with my lack of self-love, and I really didn't do anything for myself that was for me. I did things that was constantly hanging out with other people, but when it came down to me being home by myself at the end of the day, I wasn't happy. I was drinking, I was partying all the time, and I was having the time of my life when I was out drunk, but like I said, when it was me sitting there with my thoughts, was not happy. And I will say I did have an incredible college experience. I freaking love Temple University, which is where I went to college for undergrad. So it's not that all of my college was negative, but there was definitely a lot of negative mixed in. So that's going to be something primarily that I'll be talking about is struggling with college and growing up and the transition from high school to college, and then the transition once again from college to the post-grad struggle bus. Um, I ended my classes in December of 2019, graduating a semester early. And then I had about about a month and a half time where I had nothing. (laughs) I wasn't yet graduated and my classes were over, so I was just in this waiting phase. And now in this time, I had applied to 75 jobs at least, writing the same cover letter over and over and over again, tweaking a few action verbs. 
I had multiple interviews where I did not get the job. Somewhere I thought I did well and somewhere I thought I bombed it and I probably did. Um, and then kind of going more towards where I'm at now, on the day that I had my college graduation in the end of January of 2020, I also had on the morning of graduation an interview for the job that I now work at. So I obviously did get the job. I started working at the Defender Association of Philadelphia as a client advocate the following Monday. So going from being in college to feeling like I was stuck and never going to get anywhere to the day that I was finally, you know, closing the chapter of college, immediately I was starting something else. So that was quite the transition. And then I worked there for a month and a half before the pandemic hit and we started working from home. And in that time, I was still living in a college apartment around Temple and I was living in the basement. And this apartment was, it just had felt like a dungeon of darkness and depression and unhappy. There was so many negative things that had happened in this apartment, so many negative memories, and just all in all, a place that I needed to move on from. So you, you can imagine that then spending your entire quarantine in an area with no lights. I mean, we had lights, but we did not have any sunlight. To leave our bedrooms, you'd walk into the living room of darkness any time of day. And so things really started to look up around May of 2020 for me. You know, the beginning of quarantine, I took it as party time. I was working from home, but not really doing much work, not really having much work to do. And, you know, taking it as an experience to party, party, party. And I got tired of that really quickly. I got tired of the box mac and cheeses and the seltzers and the vodka, and I wanted to move on. So in May, I started to really feel like things were going to be moving up. I felt like I was really moving on from some negative things in my life. I found an apartment with my boyfriend that we were going to be moving into in July, and I was excited for what was to come for the first time in a long time. So then July rolled around, and I moved into a new apartment that had sunlight, a backyard, no roommates, except for me and my partner, which we lived together very amazingly. Um, and I moved away from the part of the city where I went to college and really to a part of the city that I had not experienced and was brand new to me. New space, new me. Having a brand new environment made it much easier to start to change, to move on from the things that were affecting me in the past. So in July, I started developing a real passion for fitness and found exercises and, you know, workouts that I really loved. And that was new for me. I, growing up, you know, I had on and off phases with the gym where I would go for a couple of months, get into it, start liking things, and it never stuck. But for the first time, it it wasn't like, oh my God, I have to work out today. It was like, I am so excited to work out today because I know it's going to make me feel good. And so once I really realized that there was a very strong connection between physically working out and my mental health, 
I started getting really dedicated to it. And once I dedicated myself to it, I started to see progress and I started to feel myself feeling better. I started to have more energy. I started to look in the mirror and not tearing myself apart. And so once I started to make a physical transformation, it was like, okay, I'm ready for something else and I really want to work on my mental transformation. And in August of 2020, I think one of the main things that really shifted for me was I started journaling. I really do feel like journaling started to shift everything for me. Um, I basically started as a gratitude journal. I didn't really have much that I would write other than identifying the things that I was grateful for and pretty much going on Pinterest and finding positive mantras to rewrite, even if I didn't believe them. I started to identify some boundaries that I needed to set with other people and myself. I started really discovering that self-growth was possible and just starting to mesh the growth that I had made physically with my new newfound growth in my mindset. And in August, I started finding a passion for hiking. I really just started to change the way I was thinking. And so for the next couple of months, that's what I was working on. Spent a lot of time reading, spent a lot of time doing, you know, just any way that I could try to learn. I was trying to do that. And so in December of 2020, I made a fitness Instagram. And I wanted this basically to be a place to just document my journey. And I did not share this with anyone I knew. I kept this private and I finally decided to get over my fear of people that I had known from high school or in person seeing what I was working on. Because, I mean, what were they going to judge me for? That I was doing well? That I was making progress? And if someone wanted to judge me on that, then go right ahead because that is not a reflection of me. So I finally shared my shared that. And then I kind of started to notice that I didn't really want to just make a podcast or um, an Instagram only about fitness. You know, I love fitness. I'm super passionate about fitness, but I'm not, I'm not a a trainer. I'm not someone that wanted to make fitness plans or necessarily film every single workout I do or anything. And so I, I shifted what I was making more into a mindset and fitness Instagram, a place really just for inspiration for myself and hopefully others. And January came around and I really wanted to go deeper. I started manifesting change. I started manifesting something else that I was going to to embark on. Um, It's actually really funny. I was looking back in my journal the other day and just really reflecting on the past couple of months before I started this podcast to kind of just go through my journey and see, you know, the strides that I've made. And on January 26th, I wrote in my journal, I feel like something good is about to happen. Something great is about to enter my life. And the next day, without remembering that I had written this or anything, the very next day, I connected with a coach and I I got my own confidence coach, Maddie Maple, and really took the plunge to invest in myself. And once I did that, I really noticed an even further shift. I noticed a shift where it was like, you know what? Fuck these standards, these mindsets, this path that I think I'm supposed to be on. Why am I not just doing what I want? You know, why why am I not enjoying what I'm passionate about? And why am I not sharing that? 
And since that time, I've really discovered that what I want to be doing is connecting and sharing what I have been through. I want to connect with people and I really just want other people to feel good. So that is just kind of in a roundabout way some of the things that I'll be talking about and just kind of a look at the some of the experiences that I've had. Um, if you feel like you've been through anything similar or that you're looking to change anything similar, I think that this is going to be the podcast for you. And I really hope that in listening to this episode, you feel that you aren't so alone with the things that you're struggling with and that, you know, there is another side that you can reach. So if you've made it this far into the podcast, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my journey and for clicking on this very first episode. I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen to what I had to say. And I'm so excited for everything else that I have planned. I have so many ideas of episodes and just so many ways that I want to see this podcast grow. And so if you did enjoy this podcast episode, I would really appreciate if you would take the time to share it with anyone that you think would enjoy it. Um, Go ahead and follow the podcast. And if you could take the time to leave a review, I would very, very, very much appreciate it. That's pretty much it for this episode. Once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for taking the time to hear what I had to say. And next week, I will be back with a first episode, less about, you know, broader ideas and more with a specific topic in mind. Moving forward, I will be posting every Tuesday. So there will be a new episode every Tuesday about whatever it is I feel called to talk about that week. Once again, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I would love if you want to connect with me over on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at seekingserenity1111. I would love if you would go over and give me a follow and talk to me about anything you're struggling with or if you just want to vent, I'm here for that as well. So thank you guys so much again for listening. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time. Bye.